gonna say i just saw the new spider-man film finally to date this podcast recording yep. and i had an important question <laughs> oh, you mean spider-man roommate... 4 the well, amazing spider-man 3 yeah i had a very important question that my roommate wasn't able to answer for me and i want to i want to bring it out to a wider audience oh no so you know how in our world if a bird poops on you it's considered good luck yeah what do you think like if Spider-Man's swinging around and he has to drop a duke and he isn't paying attention and it, like, hits somebody on the ground, do you think they have, like, a similar superstition about Spider-Man? I... I don't... Wait, are you asking if, if Spider-Man shits on you do you think swinging he around? Just f- swings around people in New York go, himself? oh, that's the Spider-Man good luck shit? Yeah. No, I think because it's New York... <laughs> People will be like, "Ah, oh, fucking homeless person was up on a skyscraper somehow and shit on me. God <laughs> damn it, this is going to be one of the worst days ever, even if it was Spider-Man. I love that they're like, a homeless person had to have climbed up to the top of this tall building and then shat You think Spider-Man me. would shit on me? Spider-Man's neighborhood Spider-Man hero. I have a choice, you know? Spider-Man's poor. He doesn't have a lot of money. He probably just ate some, like, bad Chipotle or something cheaper and worse, and was like, oh, man, all this swinging around's really getting the Duke stirring. How did I don't have time to get even get home. on this topic of conversation? He didn't have to get home. <laughs> Spider-Man just land on a building and shit on top of it. Now, if you said if someone found a Spider-Man dookie, not like it landed on them, but like someone went up to like smoke on the top of their building and found a Spider-Man shit, then they, I would say that's good luck, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> be, oh, the mighty spider has visited me. Now, see, me. <laughs> this makes way more sense than, to, than Spider-Man just shitting himself in the middle, mid-web swinging. Yeah, I just don't think Spider-Man would do that. I think Spider-Man would yeah, stop and take a shit it. on He would building. stop and go either to a bathroom or on top of a very tall building. I mean, I just imagine swinging around does hell on your guts. He's I mean, they have a whole scene strength. where they're talking about how much swinging around sucks for your lower back. Are we sure that, Pi- that Spider-Man even poops anymore? Have you ever seen a spider poop? No. Then there you You go. You know what? I don't know. Does he just, like, work through all the energy and he doesn't need to poop? Exactly. All all of his shit comes out in web form. (laughs) He actually emits web from the proper area that a spider should. Yeah. I don't know, but if it's anything like his his cum, it's highly radioactive. Oh, it has to be. I mean, all cum is highly radioactive. (laughs) Specifically spider cum. Yeah, specifically. Yeah. <laughs> That's the most radioactive. It's why all male spiders get eaten by the female spider, because if not, they'll yeah. become a nuclear bomb. Exactly. Yeah, that tracks. But yeah. yeah, now we could get now we could go into the episode, but I had to I had to pool the Did old you? peanut gallery Did to know what really? the, the public thinks. The old sages. This is the quality content that people come to our podcast for, Zachary. Ah, oh know, yeah, they're dude. coming. <laughs> Radioactively like coming all over this Lead podcast. Lead us in. <laughs> Lead us in. Uh, I'm not sure I want to anymore. 
Man, we almost made it to the end of Dragon Ball. Thanks, I know. everyone. Well, I'm going to have to cut it off here. Enjoy this, like, three-minute episode of the podcast. Bye. <laughs> you know, honestly, if this was the last thing I uploaded, I think our fans would get it. <laughs> well, I think let's they'd be try like, yeah, to soldier on anyway. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 53 of epi- of World's Strongest Podcast. I can't talk anymore because I've got spider cum on the brain. You should uh, see a doctor about that. Maybe. And with me are Thomas. Howdy ho. And Chase. Hi. And this is the final episode of us covering episodes of Dragon Ball. My god, we've done it. We're at the end. Yeah. Which we had to break tradition, like Zach, you know, introducing us in reverse order and everything. Because we gotta subvert your drunk. Yeah, <laughs> we're you subverting your me. expectations here at the end. Now, also subverting and breaking with tradition is we reviewed five episodes this time instead of three because there's a five episode filler arc and it would have felt weird to split that up over two episodes. So you're welcome. Um, which is also odd that this show ends on a five episode filler arc. But it sucks. Too. I mean. It does suck, I yes, but I can, I can see the purpose of this, because, you know, you've got Chi-Chi and, Chi-Chi and Goku are now a thing, and you have to, the people are like, oh shit, Chi-Chi and Goku haven't actually spent any time together in, like, seven years. Maybe a nice little yeah. arc to, you know, show them getting together will, like, be, will, like, be the thing. And I think it's a good idea. They didn't do it good, but it was a good idea. I guess I'm going to have an unpopular opinion, because I, while I didn't love, love these episodes, I thought they were a good time. Oh no, I thought it started out okay, really enjoyed the second one, and then they just kind of, like, went downhill from there. Aw, I like how it ends. But, let's get into it, as is the point of this whole podcast. Starting with episode 149, Dress in Flames. Which I wondered if this was like, yo, this dress is fire in a more colloquial sense at first. It's the 80s, no. The ye olden way of saying, yo, that's fire, <laughs> you'd say, yo, you're on fire, and then, yo, you're in flames. Yeah, yo, your dress is in flames. Like in the Dark Ages, they'd be like, verily, dude, your plague pox is pretty flame. Forsooth, you are consumed by the flames <laughs> of heaven. And they're like, mm, yeah. thank you. And, and then they, they like, like twerk. Dysentery. Yeah. Not the age <laughs> of 30. And they twerk to <laughs> yeah, the smallpox they have. Uh, <laughs> this was this was the real reason for the Inquisition. The twerking <laughs> epidemic that overtook Spain. Stop and twerking honestly, your smallpox at me, young man. And he's like, I'm the <laughs> flames of heaven have consumed me. Peasants these days <laughs> Do you only see know this how to twerk, drip as eat he, hot like, chip, charge their phone, and lie. God. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Never mind, these episodes episode... are pretty good. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Take it all. This episode back. opens with like an audio only recap. Like we get just some shots of Goku Chi Chi flying and Goku and Chi Chi or Goku kind of being like, hey, are we close? And Chi Chi being like, you've never asked me for directions. I don't know <laughs> where we are. I don't fly on a cloud. Which, you know, fair point. <laughs> fair point. Kind of great. I also had to point out the art style feels different. In these five episodes. Like, it feels like they have a different art director for these, which makes sense, it being a filler arc. But there's, like, a distinct art style difference between the last couple episodes of the tournament and these five filler episodes. I I think I know what the art style is. 
What? One had a lot of money and one was five filler episodes. Like, how it feels to me. <laughs> it just feels less well, fair, but I mean, just like ex- the way... Yeah. Like, the way Goku's face is drawn, it's not even, like, a this is a lower detail version of it. It's, like, this is a different face, almost. I'm gonna be honest, I didn't like, notice. Oh, I did immediately. If, it but, just felt kind of like, yeah, it just felt like, like I don't want to say a worse for it. It was just, like, sort of like a, like, yep, that's the, like, that's the more relaxed Goku face, like, how I would put it. Like, the one where it's, like... The other one's like Goku's in a serious thing. It's like very. I would actually. This is how I actually put it. The colors for this one look way more bright, and like mm-hmm. in your face of like colorfulness. Like I'd actually say they're more bright. Where like in the previous, they're much more subdued because there's a giant dust storm that has collected the world. Um, mm-hmm. because, Fair, but it just, that's, that's how it always looks at me. I think that the to Goku's face looks the same. I think it's just like they're all. It's all differently lit, which is, has been the problem me, with all the filler stuff. Oh, to me, it just looked like a different artist drawing the same character. I could see and that, And it's not, too. like, like kind of trying to do the same art style, not, like, a total revamping of the art style, but, like, that subtlety to me of, like, oh, this Could is be. not whoever was directing the last couple episodes, and therefore, like, the overarching notes and the overarching stylistic tones are going to be different. Could be, because, you know, this was was... The tra- they were transitioning over to Z at this point, so... Could have pulled the A team onto working on that and handed the B team the last bit of filler. Yeah, which is like, I mean, Z, I think it's like, ah, oh God, what's his name? Nadayoshi Yamashima or something like that, who directed a lot of Z and kind of, and a lot of the Z movies. And, oh, no, Yamamoro was the uh, art director who directed a lot of the Z movies and later Z work. And, like, his kind of blockier, bulkier muscle look becomes the look of the Dragon Ball anime for a while. Yeah, the best look. <laughs> I would disagree in that I think, like... Oh, God, what's his name? Shintani, I believe? Uh, the director... Like, the art director on Broly. I think that's the best Dragon Ball has ever looked in motion. No, I meant the look. Uh, like, I like muscle fans. True. But I, I don't know. There's something about the way, like the art style of Broly and that art direction that I think fits the tone of Dragon Ball in a great way, where it is also the big boy muscleman, but also a little more cartoony in places. Oh, I mean, he, he even goes out of his way to, like, he draws their faces more detailed when they're fighting and getting angry. Like, it's almost like... It's not quite one-punch man level, like, going from... Saitama's like normal face to Saitama's like serious face but it is kind of that idea just less pronounced yeah it's very subtle and I like a lot of the stylistic flourishes of it well, as well as it just looks pretty they just took and off looks a pretty slightly more muscle mass after Goku and Vegeta and then just put it all on Broly multiple times over <laughs> yeah like, Dan, can he get bigger and the guy who's drawing Broly was like yeah yeah he can well yeah because he starts going full power Super yeah. Saiyan. He just starts nodding. Uh, and I was like, can he get bigger? And he goes, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. can. I think by the end of bigger, the fight, Broly's he, nodding. <laughs> you yeah. realize he's I not going to I think by the end of the fight, Broly has, bro- like, Broly has grown like three feet taller. <laughs> yeah. And like 500 and, pounds and more muscle. that's the best movie people say. So all I'm saying is you're proving me correct as time goes on. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. Well, I know stylistically a lot of people are really, really partial to uh, Fusion Reborn. 
which is Yamamura. Again, I'm probably getting these names wrong or just butchering the pronunciation, so I apologize to our more knowledgeable fans. But uh, Yamamura did, like, the lead directing of that, unless it's not Yamamura and I'm getting the names mixed up. Uh, and, like, that art style is one that everybody really likes, because that's the big buff boys, as well as that was a movie, so they had a lot more money. It was Yamauchi. Was, um, Yamauchi. Did okay. Fusions, as I'm looking at it right now. Gotcha. And yeah, Yamauchi's style who, who was kind the of what a lot you're of talking about was like. Who did Broliken? Who are you trying to compare this to? Uh, Shintani, I believe, is his yeah, last I'm name. I'm just seeing if there's any like Shintani in here, just to be like, maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong. No, I'm not seeing it. Gotcha. So I might be completely off base here. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I like the muscle, but I also like some of the goofiness and like better. Like, I don't know. It's so blocky. Like, when you really look at some of the designs, which, like, GT is almost a cartoonish exaggeration of that art style. Yeah, they made a where, child like, everyone gets that. Like, it's really weird. Yeah, it's really discomforting how buff Kid Goku is. Yeah, Kid Goku's got a 12-pack and drinks <laughs> beer for some reason. It's, like, what it feels yeah, like he's, got he's doing. All, he's got all the musculature of a man, but, you know, yeah. in tiny Goku form. But compacted into a child. <laughs> He's the <laughs> turns, perfect human. Yeah. <laughs> Until he turns Super Saiyan 4 when he just becomes an adult again because, and I think the rough explanation of the show is that this form is stronger than the wish on the Black Star Dragon Balls. Which? Temporarily undoing it. Cool. That is, which is absolutely incredible. It is super, super dumb as an explanation, but fixes, like, the worst problem of Dragon Ball GT temporarily, which is that they made Goku a kid again. <laughs> I was about to say, and you also, know, we had this whole thing where, like, the fights must have been really hard to choreograph with a full-size person and a kid-sized Goku. And then they went right back and hamstrung themselves again with GT. Well, yeah, because it was like they wanted to kind of reappeal to some of the Dragon Ball fans. It's like the first arc of GT is just an episodic adventure kind of thing. Like very in on paper reminiscent of like the Pilaf saga slash Red Ribbons kind of stuff. But it just doesn't work, mm. especially because like the show had moved on from that. And there's no transition slowly back to this kind of tone. It's just like whiplash going back to that tone. And then Whiplash going back to the more Z-style storytelling with Baby and Super 17. Uh. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Anyway, back to this Is episode. Is that Super 17, the winner of the Universal Survival Tournament? No, that's 17 and Super who won the Universal Survival Tournament. Yeah, but it's the same tournament. person. No. You know what looks fucking weird? Super Saiyan 3 children. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, even Gotenks looks kind of strange, and that's Z. Yeah, that's, I think that's, that's, that's all just. I think that's just Super Saiyan three looks weird. I think I'm not huge on the Super Saiyan three design. I know Chase loves the Super Saiyan. I, 3 I think design. it's like super weird in like a way I can get behind. I think the no eyebrow stuff doesn't bother me if their ridges get so pronounced. But on a kid, it looks <laughs> so much back. weirder. It does. They did bring back. The whole eyebrow thing now with Ultra Ego. Which, oh yeah, they finally released a color drawing of it. And it's like Vegeta's eyes are like pink. And his hair is like this dark purple. Like this really dark, rich purple. You're right. Nailed it. Yeah. Which they, uh, uh, I did find out uh, Toyotaro is actually the one who pitched and designed Ultra Ego. 
independent of Toriyama. Toriyama gave it the go-ahead, but that was all Toyotaro's idea. With his thought being, like, Goku's silver hair and ultra instinct seems to kind of be reminiscent of Whis, his teacher who taught him that ability. So he was like, well, Vegeta's learning from Beerus, so it only makes sense that he would have a form that has like stylistic leanings of Beerus. What if Goku it. what if Vegeta got cat ears? I alright. That's the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I will not stand for this, sir. Vegeta's first son of his finally unlocked. Off now. <laughs> I don't need Nico Nico Vegeta. <laughs> you say don't that you, though. I don't want Uwu Vegeta. I don't need mm. this. Methinks the Vegeta Thomas doth protest too much. The closest we ever got to that is Vegeta's bingo song, which is a beautiful moment, and that's as close as we ever need to be. Notices your transformation. Any- Ooh, what's this? Okay, we're going back to the episode. I'm talking Goku while they're flying. Finally, says something it's only been 17 the- minutes. Yeah, I know. Goku while they're flying says something to the effect of like Ox King's gonna be super surprised when we come back and we're engaged. But like Chi Chi said, he was building <laughs> a house for them in the tournament. Also, Ox King just has a kingdom here. Which I think only in filler has he ruled the country, like, twice. Well, then what was that whole landscape that he set on fire in that fit of anger, Thomas? I don't know, because it never really... They never really state that he had subjects. You mean you didn't didn't buy the quote-unquote serene land of the Ox King that the narrator and them try to pull over on us? Because I, I saw that, that skull pyramid outside his house back in the Pilaf saga. There is nothing serene oh, yeah. about the Ox King. Oh, no. Yeah, they literally say he would but he I, would scare away or eat anybody. But I didn't think he was like a king. Like a literal king. Like I thought it's like, you know, fucking uh, Guy Fieri, he goes around calling himself the mayor of Flavortown, he but is. he doesn't like pay no, no, taxes is, and have though. any political power. No, he has tithes given to him. That is how it works. I don't, the mayor of, I don't think he. That's how. That's Guy why Fieri he goes around, and people have to serve him food. He is the he's the mayor of he, Flavortown. Exactly. Yeah, but that's like a that's just like a like a fun title. No, like if I, why do you Thomas think he's a show? Thomas, he goes Thomas. around and people give him food for free. It's because he's the mayor of Flavortown. This is his time. If you do not give Guy Fieri I'm with <laughs> this Flavortown tithe, you don't know how much havoc just, he could wreck upon this world. His master saying, flavors really... could destroy what little semblance <laughs> of reality we have left. Plus, Thomas, all saying, titles are made up. Fair, but I'm just saying if I, like, made a really good cup of coffee and then started calling myself the king of coffee, I don't suddenly have serfs. You'd have to fight all the other kings of coffee to gain the title of number one (laughs) coffee king. It's Highlander Yeah, until I'm face-to-face with Jonathan Starbuck, who I imagine is the mermaid (laughs) thing on the front of Starbucks. You mean the sirens? Terrifying character. Which is funny to think about that they just throw a siren as their symbol. At Starbucks, that they just throw that around. Why it's not? Good, they want it. you there. Stay. Which I do sit here and wonder also when we see the Ox King's kingdom, where the Ox King gets his money. I guess he just plunders shit or plundered shit. The tithes from his subjects, Thomas. We've been over this. God damn it. Inside, like, inside the castle, Goku is now doing his. <laughs> Goku's now doing his Goku thing, terrifying all the servants and shit with his quick eating. 
And then Ox just like casually puts more food in front of Goku. Being like, holy shit, I did not expect you to bring back a husband, but Goku's cool as hell. I love him. Yeah, this guy's rad. I know I, I know I set you all up when you were, like, really small, but I didn't think you'd actually go through with it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I was doing a bit, and then y'all are actually going, all right. <laughs> I need to watch my words. Uh, Ox King slow realizes yeah. that his daughter's, in fact, insane. <laughs> yeah, but the Ox King is like, I'm going to throw y'all just a huge-ass wedding. And that's when he goes to break out the gift, which is Chi-Chi's mother's wedding dress that he thinks Chi-Chi must wear for the wedding as it's been a tradition in their family. Which, then I was like, oh, is it going to catch fire? No. no. That's actually That'd the whole cool. point of oh, these it's next worse. five episodes. It's much worse. <laughs> <laughs> this is also the first time we ever get a rumbling of Chi-Chi's mom where we like get this dress <laughs> and then after they give him the dress there's like ox king is practicing his speech which is adorable he's got it on and cute guards he and everything looks it's up. funny yeah he's even like i am here to be here for the wet like giving that kind of delivery which is just like fantastic on the part of the actor playing ox but uh i love he looks up at like a giant portrait uh like baby chi chi in the hands of her mother which we don't see her face ever but this is like the first time that we've really acknowledged that chi chi has a mother or i guess had a mother <laughs> i always figured um, she just burst fully formed from the ox king's forehead i'd believe it he's got a strong ass forehead suddenly an earthquake hits and then the walls <laughs> of the castle crack and flame shoot out in every direction so everyone has to evacuate chi chi tries to be like yo the dress but Ox is like, I've got it. Goku tries to go help him, but he just gets fucking exploded backwards out of the castle, more Bullshit. or less. Goku's faster than this. Oh, for sure. Soon the whole place is just surrounded in a literal <laughs> yeah. pillar of my, fire. My notes here are just with the rumblings happening and like the flame starts coming up like, did he just build his his uh castle on a volcano? We cut back, the entire place is on fire, and I'm just like, oh my god, he did. It feels like it. But I love, right after they all get out, they're all outside looking at this. Ox is now stuck in his castle that is on fire. Chi-Chi's like, yo, Goku, shoot a Kamehameha at it like fucking Roshi did the first time <laughs> this castle was on fire. So Goku charges it up, and then Chi-Chi is like, oh, wait, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Roshi blew up the whole castle when he did that. I forgot. And then Goku's <laughs> like, don't worry. I'm only going to target the fire. Somehow. Which... Yeah, it's uh, it's on the whole castle, Goku. This doesn't work, <laughs> and it but it does for like five seconds, and then that now there's like even more fire. Uh, so Goku calls the Nimbus and tries to fly and get Ox out of there, uh, but his butt gets all lit up. Inside, the Ox King has the dress, but can't escape the flames. And Goku's just looking on everywhere for him until he finally catches sight of him through a window. And Ox is like, "Yo." You need to go get the Bancho fan. That'll put these fires out. You know, the thing that we lost a long time ago. Yeah, I think this is literally, like, because they show a clip of Goku remembering Roshi bringing it up. I think that was literally when they went to Ox King's castle yes, with was. Roshi the first time. This was like a throwaway line of dialogue. Well, yeah, because they were like, oh, no, we need the Bancho fans. So they went over to Roshi's like, yo, you got the Bancho fan? And he's like, yeah, I think I do. And the turtle's like, you threw it away, remember, you stupid idiot. 
And then remember, she's like, yeah, okay, well, I guess I'll use the Kamehameha then. Yeah. I'll blow up the, the place. <laughs> so Goku's you see, I'll like, put out the fire by destroying everything. Yeah. But Goku's like, damn, I don't know where that could it be. So I can't hard even read. cut to Goku. Yeah. And Chi Chi talking to Baba. But Baba has I like did. a really bad cold. I like that I called this. It's like, oh, we, we need to find it. Are we going to we going to Baba's? Cut to Baba's. We going to Baba's. <laughs> I do love the bit of like Baba's having trouble delivering a clear vision because she has a cold, and it's also the first time she's had a cold in two hundred years. <laughs> Can I raise a Which point is... of contention real quick? Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go is for this it. the first time we see Oxing without um him wearing like his previous like axe and like big helmet goggles with the goggles and... and shit? Is this the first time we just see glasses Ox King? I think so. I want I fucking. Think, this is like, I yes. fucking love Dad Ox King look. <laughs> Dad bod Ox oh, King. It's a, it's a strong. It's look. an it's an extremely <laughs> powerful look Toriyama has it decided will, upon. Yeah, and it will continue to be his look from this point onward. Like even in Super, in Ox King's limited appearances, this is his getup, <laughs> and it's great. Yeah, Ox King is officially what if I not just... a powerful person anymore, so now he wears like. Not fucking overall. It's what Goku will eventually kind of wear, right? Goku eventually switches to the overalls, like, shirt look when he's farming, right? Like, do you think this is just what, like, Toriyama's dad wore around the house when he was growing up? So this is just his default dad outfit in his head? Yes. I wonder, man. (laughs) But yeah, no, Goku eventually, like, moves on to just, like, beige pants and, like, a beige jacket, black shirt, and, like, a scarf when he's doing farm work in like super Mm -hmm. and honestly that's a strong look actually really like that goku look the most powerful oxing look is still at the wedding at the very end of the scene where he's wearing a bow tie as well and it's just just it's an incredible look (laughs) oh yeah but we'll get he's so powerful he's so big i don't understand why the oxing is so large man he's just so poor wife it just not His strong at all in dead this wife incredibly weak compared to the rest of the crew that's going to start showing up but oh yeah he is just i mean that'll continue to be a thing pain. where yeah where big does not necessarily equal powerful but exactly vegeta I mean, kind is of, a short king for this reason yeah <laughs> i mean toriyama has a big less is more kind of philosophy with his character design and everything like that which like you really see with frieza especially and then, because and then like frieza more of other forms yeah but like frieza's other forms look bigger and on paper more menacing than his final form but there is just something terrifying to his final form that he like goes through these and ends here and that's actually his strongest until well until golden frieza but still yeah which is just the same look but gold and purple yeah there's like some little changes made but for the most part it's kind of a palette swap yeah it's gold and like dark purple oh fuck you encountered the she slime yeah, pretty much. Sprawl for all the Dragon Quest fans out there. <laughs> hey, awesome Toriyama. Toriyama's best design still. The slime, turns out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which I do love Granola, like the villain of the new arc of Dragon Ball Super, kind of looks more like a Dragon Quest character does. than a Dragon Dude, Ball so character. Fucking, I thought you were going to say it looks so like a slime. Awesome. Yeah, which, which, Granola looks like a slime, You though. realize, like, yeah, you realize, like, 
there, you know, it's both Toriyama, so it's not like his art style drastically changes between the two, but there's like a design philosophy difference that you don't completely ingest until you see Granola and you're like, this doesn't, this doesn't not fit, but it doesn't really seem like a Dragon Ball character either. I, I, but Granola's great. I love Granola is like the perfect in between for Dragon Ball and Dragon Quest. Because it is fucked up that half Dragon Quest characters just look like Dragon Ball characters, but because their outfits aren't Dragon Ball-y, they sort of have this in-between. But you could definitely see Granola in Dragon Quest, and that's the fucked up part. But then but then when he upgrades, <laughs> he definitely becomes un-Dragon Quest-like. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the most recent chapter, like, during a fight, he throws off his, like, sleeveless jacket, and now it's just kind of, like, black pants, black shirt, and these, like, brown like suspenders essentially and honestly it's like a fucking amazing look <laughs> yeah fuck it yeah. and that's a dragon ball look because dragon quest is all about wearing that's a shit very... over your chest <laughs> oh yeah but it's like a strong look like it's like a weird to say that it's a very uh i guess yeah it's a very less is more more subdued look but it looks fucking great well i'm excited when we get there not that the jacket was bad but this like toned down look is very good Anyway, uh, so she tries to show them something in the crystal ball to locate the Bancho fan, and all she can get out is, like, an octagon, which turns into a crosshair. Letting this will know be weirdly important is... later through all the episodes. All of them. Letting them know the fan is to the east. So Goku just is like, all right, let's go, and grabs Chi-Chi and Baba <laughs> and flies off on his cloud, which... I thought was fucking hilarious that he just scoops Baba up to come with them. Right, I have ver one very large problem with this entire scene. What? Where is Ghost? Yeah, where's Ghost? Ghost Usher is where is Ghost has passed on. When Ghost yeah, Usher is Ghost not Usher on the screen, died. I am always saying, "Where is Ghost Usher?" Yeah, when Ghost Usher is not. This on is like screen. the. This is like the, the clip from Mandalorian, just fucking Werner Herzog being like, I would like to see the baby. <laughs> I would like to see the ghost usher. Yes, yes, I am Werner Herzog. Nah, ghost usher finally found what had connected him to this mortal plane and was able to and let go it. of that attachment. Ghost usher has moved on. I believe the only time so ghost usher appears again from like what I'm reading is Dragon Ball Super. Yeah, shit. I think so. And like a very small cameo appearance. <laughs> Ghost Darn. Usher appears again. Ghost Usher will <laughs> ride again in the sequel to Dragon Ball Z. Ghost Ghost yeah. Usher will return. But I do love that in this moment, because they scoop up Baba, Baba becomes their Bancho fan dragon radar. <laughs> pointing out, like, alright, it's here. And they, they fucking descend into a small, seemingly empty village. But then Goku sees what he believes is Oolong taking a nap. But this is not Oolong. This is Jasmine, who literally talks in the same voice as Oolong and looks like Oolong in different clothes. And Goku tries to be like, yo, hey, here's my friend Oolong to Chi-Chi and Baba. But Jasmine's like, I'm Jasmine. And then from behind them you hear another voice like, Hey, Jasmine, who are you talking to? Hey, Ulan, I'm talking to these random people. They keep trying to call me Ulan. <laughs> now, a second Ulan comes out in different clothes. And I, I don't know why this is just very funny to me of just I, them all having the exact same voice. I really enjoyed this bit. 
This is the most who's on first shit that's happened in all of Dragon Ball, and I love it. <laughs> but apparently, like, Goku's like, no, I have a friend named Oolong who looks and sounds like you. And they're like, Oolong? He was expelled from the village after stealing his kindergarten teacher. No, no, he was, he was quote, the kid who got kicked out of the southern kindergarten for stealing a teacher. Which just raises so many questions in that entire sentence. Now you know. Right? We got to his, you know, abducting women phase very early. Specifically from the southern kindergarten, as opposed to the other kindergartens of the cardinal directions. I guess, like, how many people live in Octagon Village, and how many schools do they have? At least two. Yeah. Those who haven't stolen Oh, which also, the the oolongs. Yeah, the not oolongs (laughs) go out of their way to be like, Ah, what is this, ah... All the, the, he's the real shame of Octagon Village. And that's when they're like, Octagon? That's what the ball said. So, now they're pretty sure they're where they're supposed to be. And Chi-Chi's like, yo, do y'all have the Bancho fan? And they're like, no. But we do have the Bancho Spa, which can cure any illness. And is our most Papa's popular like, attraction for tourists. Yeah, because Papa's think- like, say no more. Mm-hmm. And goes for that spa. Because I, I, I think we glossed over, but there was a bit before that's like, oh, the Bancho fan is super secret, and ooh, nobody knows about this. And they're just like, oh, we have the Bancho fan spa, which is extremely popular with the tourists. So it seems like everybody yeah. knows about this, except for Baba. They don't know about the fan, though. The tourists know about the spa. It's the name of the spa. Yeah, but they don't have, they don't know that that's like a, a thing that's still around, you know? Hmm. Perhaps. It's like you go to Fredericksburg. I don't know Frederick. I'm not looking for Frederick the whole time. Okay, but you're aware of the existence of people named Frederick, yes? Yeah, so I'm like, people are probably... I guess, yeah, they did say nobody's aware of the existence of the Bancho Fan. I thought it was just called the Bancho Spa, not the Bancho Fan Spa. Maybe. Anyway. Anyway. We are getting getting lost in sauce here. (laughs) I will point out, Baba is weirdly insistent on Chi-Chi joining her in the spa. Yeah. Which the other Oolongs, Oolong over Chi-Chi hopping in the yep. spa. And it was at that point did. that I re- that I thought through the full implications of the village of Oolongs and was mu- having much less fun with this bit. I was like, oh, this is yeah. fun. And I was like, oh, this is going to be this thing. Yeah. That was my it's exact like, oh, it, thing. I think, like, even in the like, chat, I'm like, ooh, two oolongs. This is a 10 out of 10 filler. Yeah, and then, oh, yeah. And they start doing... Then they do the pervert thing. I'm like, never mind. I take it back. I take it all back. Yeah. It's, ooh, two oolongs. Oh, two oolongs. Right. Yeah. That's when Unan, big air quotes here, realizes that he heard about the fan being in a village way the hell over there. I think he says, didn't you know a guy who had a guy who knew a cousin who knew about the (laughs) Bancho fan being in a valley far away from here? (laughs) Which was kind of funny. Boy, did I. Goku jumps on his cloud and leaves instantly. No further questions. Yeah, be like, Chi-Chi, stay here with Baba. (laughs) (laughs) My people only slow me down. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Take the beads, it'll slow us down. <laughs> uh but yeah. He Chi Chi and Baba are then guided to the spring or the spa by Unan and Jasmine. Which I love that one of them has a name that's like phonetically similar to yeah. Ulog and the other one is just named Jasmine. <laughs> Which name do you think they came uh, up with first? Probably Unan, and then they realize that this is an unsustainable like, bit. <laughs> Could not come up with a second name. Yeah. 
They proceed to watch Baba get naked through a hole in the wall at the spa. The the oolongs do, and they're like, "Ah, oh, gross!" Aha, uh-huh, because old now they're people like, Come are on. gross. Yeah, come on, Chi-Chi, take your fucking pants off. Is <laughs> they're like, yeah, sitting behind this wall. woo! And she's just sitting there like, man, I hope Goku finds that fan. Meanwhile, Goku realizes he's been duped, so he starts <laughs> to head of, back. In the middle of fucking nowhere, and he's like, wait a minute, I think they lied to me. Yeah, he's literally like over a desert, and he's like, I don't think these oolongs were being on it. <laughs> chickens are up to something. <laughs> but so he turns around to fly back. Baba's like, hey, get in this tub, Chi-Chi. And I do like, like that it was like when Baba's chilling in the spa, she has her she still has her crystal ball in front of her, and the crystal ball has like a towel on its head. Which is very good. Uh but Chi Chi's like, yeah, fine. As she starts undressing, the whole ass village of Oolong shows up to perv on her. Bye. Yeah. But then Goku looks down and he's like, oh shit, that's an octagon-shaped pool below me. I gotta go check that out. Octagon. And this just so happens to be the same hot spring that Baba and Chi-Chi are already in. So Goku just dives down. The whole village is perving. They break through the wall with the weight of their perviness because, of course, Chi-Chi's like, Goku, Goku hears. But then he just dives down into the pool because he thinks he sees the Bancho fan. Chi-Chi punts the pervy pigs quite some distance when just then the whole spring starts draining and goku sitting at the bottom holding a giant bancho fan shaped drain plug for this natural hot spring of course which is some (laughs) real acme shit i this was Uh, that's what it was pretty good that's when Chi-Chi sees some old wall art on the plug for the, the spring that depicts the Bancho fan. And Baba's like, wait, I've seen that diagram at my brother's house. So Goku and Chi-Chi head off to go talk to Roshi. I do like, at one point, Chi-Chi's, like dis- Chi-Chi's discre- deciphering the stuff that's on the plug, and she's like, wait a minute, this is a map that shows us how to make the Bancho fan. That's not a map. It's not what a map is. It's not what a map does. <laughs> <laughs> it's either a map to or a blueprint to make these are not the same thing yeah wake up and then <laughs> wake up <laughs> wake up I'm fucking dying but... out here to this fucking you retelling me this I'm like thinking just like oh I don't know watching this and I'm like I hated all of this I just didn't like any of what is happening right now. it just left me numb <laughs> <laughs> well too bad Chase this. we've got four more episodes well that's too damn yeah. bad <laughs> <laughs> Kate Dick <laughs> That's how it felt man That's how it felt <laughs> Gotta keep digging this plot hole Until we find treasure <laughs> Onions That's we go to episode 150 The Fire Eater Which does raise the question of why Goku hasn't just tried Eating the fire <laughs> Also Just the cuts back to Ox continuously. Yeah, there are just like are random funny. cuts through. Just I don't even know. I don't know if we're gonna mention these all the time because they just happen every couple minutes, like clockwork. But it'll just randomly cut back to the Ox King running through the castle while it's on fire, clutching the dress, going, "Oh, I hope Goku comes." And it's just repeat that about twenty times every couple minutes, and you've got the gist. I don't know how I long it this is supposed to take. 
but it seems like they're gone for at least a day or two, and this place still hasn't (laughs) fallen down or burned to death yet. I noted it every time, because I was like, I feel like the audience deserves to know how many times we cut back to Ox just just fucking running around, trying not to die. Alright, well, I guess you get to enjoy our suffering as well, audience. Yeah. I will say, this episode opens with a very important appearance that I... I think we talked about a little bit because we talked about the 23rd Tenkai Buddha or Buddha yeah, Ten, Tenkaichi Budokai. There we that go. Tried to be flashy and couldn't say it right. Um, how the 23rd Tenkaichi Budokai is really like a best of Dragon Ball in very many moments, but there is no appearance by the Pilaf gang. Well, guess who's we here? With yeah, we open with shoe and fucking my from off, far off, away off, as a man yeah. in a fireproof suit comes out of a volcano. God, I hope Goku steals shoe's clothes again. I I wish. <laughs> Meanwhile, we cut back to Ox King, who's just the, his kingdom is trying to get the fire under control. They have like a fire force here with like hoses and shit, but nothing's helping. Meanwhile, meanwhile. Goku and Chi-Chi arrive at Kame House, greeted by Turtle, who doesn't recognize Big Goku at all. <laughs> to be gets, like, fair, a little bit of, like, a, I think it's been like jogging. six years since he's seen Goku. True. Because Goku didn't stop back off at Kame House after the first tournament. Yeah. So it's been like pre-Red Which... Ribbon since he's seen Turtle. Oh, He does make a quick stop at Kame house before he starts his training with Kami. I remember he goes there to grab something. I can't remember. Oh, it's the power pole. When he's trying to find the power pole. Which reminds me, he has the power pole again in this filler. Yeah, he does. I don't know where he got that. He just kind of has it. From below Kami's lookout. They did not go to Kami's lookout to grab the power pole before going to Ox King. You know this. Apparently he did. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Roshi, Turtle lets him know Roshi has yet to return since the tournament, which makes me realize that apparently all this has happened in the span of, like, two or three hours. Although I guess I don't know how far away Papaya Island is from Roshi's island. Well, um, I was going to say that maybe he stopped at a hotel on the island, but that ho- that island is a wasteland now, so... It's true. There is no I think hotel he's there. just it's stuck a- there until they get a ship or something over there to figure out what the hell happened. Yeah. Goku asked about the fan, and apparently Roshi was using it as a coaster and then just threw it out. God damn it. Uh, but Goku and Chichi are like, no, 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 no. But does he have the blueprints for the fan in his archives? So this is when we go to Roshi's. I'm going to put some air quotes here. Archives. Wank bank. This porn stash. Until they finally find his old notes. Flipping through until they find Roshi's plans to make the Bancho fan. Also, it lets us know again how the fan works. It's like one swing is wind. Two is rain. And three is like a crazy storm. Something like that. Yeah, man. Do I think- sure. Sure. I know the last yeah. one's a storm. I don't remember what the in between stage is. Clouds, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but so they grab it and are like, "Yo, we need a feather from a fire eater." And 
turtle's like, oh, that bird lives south of here. And they're like, let's go. In Mount Kiwi. Yeah. They fly over the ocean. And, you know, there's some cute shit. Chi-Chi all nuzzling up to Goku. And they arrive at the island of the Fire Eater, which has a huge volcano. Which I was like, oh, I guess this is where the Pilaf gang was hanging out. (laughs) (laughs) Goku and Chi-Chi enter a tunnel on the volcano. And they uh, stop as they hear some creature in the cave ahead. The sound gets closer, but Goku's like, oh, hey, be quiet. And he turns to see this giant-ass Komodo dragon, like, looking at him. But then Goku walks up to it, smiles, and is like, hey, sorry, we we woke you up. And he pets the beast on the head, and it gives this, like, satisfied little smile (laughs) before just, like, wandering off. Goku, lizard whisperer. Yeah, for real. Witnessing this is Shu and Mai, who wonder if they're also looking for that bird. <laughs> like, is that why we're here? I don't know, let's fucking follow him. Uh, but then they piss off the giant Komodo dragon. Shu tries to do what Goku did, but he's too short to pet its head, <laughs> so it gets mad and munches on him. I thought that was funny. It was very funny. Meanwhile, Goku and Chi-Chi keep heading to the inner workings of the volcano, Shu and Mai close behind, until Shu and Mai nearly fall into the lava. And Goku hears Chi-Chi lose her footing, and she lands on a lower platform, looking at a giant egg hooked up to a bunch of lab equipment. Yeah, I don't Goku, I don't really know what this setup is. There's just like a computer, like, there's like a big old computer console, and a bunch of like EKG little node things on this egg. And there's also just a giant battery in the corner with a shit ton of plugs coming out, or powering this entire thing. You know what this shit reminded me of? What? This reminded me of that episode of Pokemon where there's all the Clefairies with the giant fucking egg they worship. I is coming up. There's like that weird <laughs> scientist who like thinks they're like mystical and magical alien shit. This is that. This is a Pokemon plot. <laughs> Ah, shit, but which one was first, Dragon Ball? Probably. Yeah, Dragon Ball. Yeah, I think the Pokemon anime started in, like, the mid-90s. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no, they're stealing from filler. Uh, Yeah. And this is where we cut back to the Ox King, who's just running around trying not to die. Then we cut back to Goku as, like, some dude, some scientist in, like, a fireproof suit. Uh, takes he takes off his helmet. I thought it was gonna be peel off. I got a question. Scene, but is, this, is this the same yeah. doctor from Muscle Tower? It looks like the guy from Muscle Tower. It's not the same doctor, but it's definitely almost the same design. Okay. I, I, thought, I, think I thought I was going know crazy how to that Goku didn't like say something. I think the Toei directors just it's didn't Sherman know Priest. how to make a very different. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit, it is. <laughs> Finally, he's Sherman back. Priest has returned. <laughs> Sherman Priest has returned. He's like, he's gotten older. That's why he's got all the gray hair now. And he's we like, you are bringing understand. back everybody. <laughs> when are we going to get Dragon Ball Super Sherman Priest as the villain of an art? Sherman <laughs> Priest has returned for your blood, child. No! <laughs> it turns out Sherman Priest, the reason his like hatchet or whatever did damage to Goku is it's like a magical hatchet that can do damage to Saiyans. That'd be so fucking so cool. So Sherman Priest could just fuck him up. I don't think he's gonna come back though, because then we'd have to bring Pokawafa back. And that's better left in the past. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> 
everybody's favorite Goku, character. I, we all love Pokematha, we... guys. <laughs> I do love when we cut back to Goku after the cut to Ox King. He's like, hey, did you lay this egg to the scientists? <laughs> I, what? Uh, no. And he's like, yeah, he's like, what? No, the fire eater. What the fuck? How did <laughs> this egg is twice the size of me? Genuine question. Uh, <laughs> Don't get mad. Yeah. But okay. did you lay this egg? Because <laughs> no, I'm fucking around and I don't see any birds. Now everyone's mad at me again. again. <laughs> I I said don't get mad. Yeah. I asked you not to be angry. And look, look, my grandpa Gohan angry. always said there's no such thing as a stupid question. Well, your grandpa was wrong. And you're a moron. Grandpa Gohan's wrong about a lot of things. <laughs> you know? So we're He's in a better here, place but... now, though. Yeah, but he's yeah. with a big lady now. Uh, <laughs> he gets to fuck a big lady. We haven't gotten there yet. That's spoilers. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the he also lets them know that the fire eaters have been extinct, killed in an eruption of the volcano. Uh, this egg is all that remains. Apparently, the egg's been kept alive for 40 years just by the heat of the lava. But they don't know if it's ever going to hatch. So Goku. So what is, is he like, doing to the egg then? He's just hanging out with it, dude. Studying it. Is he yeah. just chilling with it? Have you ever heard of this research? Go- yeah. You ever heard of just hanging out with eggs? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Have you ever heard of just hanging out with eggs? You fucking imbecile. Do you know That's the power I do. I of shadows? The supermarket. I just. <laughs> do you know? I just grab like a beer <laughs> from over in the alcohol aisle and I just sit by the eggs for a little bit and just talk to them. <laughs> Spend time with just the got up in the morning the taking a toothbrush. You go put your mouth, and the first thing that goes in there is a shadow. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do this to me. <laughs> but yeah, Goku's like, hey, Baba would probably know how to fix this shit. But before he gets to go, the peel-off minions arrive in a giant cartoon drill, drill car. Drill. Yeah, demanding the egg. Which, again... Pointing to the Pokemon plot-like elements of this episode is a Team Rocket-ass move. Yep. It's just beat for beat. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely I hate that incredible. all I could think about was, would you like an egg in these trying times for the literal <laughs> yeah, episode? <laughs> and I'm like, I would, thank you very much. My mind is corrupted. <laughs> <laughs> I do love... You're right, the only thing the that would make this better is Danny DeVito getting birthed out of a couch. Yes. I do love the Pilaf minions bust out and they're like, we've been watching this scientist for a while and we want this egg as it seems like it's probably important. Yeah, <laughs> no idea. There's something going on here that could be useful. What it is, unknown. But Yeah, we could yeah. sell <laughs> this question could mark. Be. Yeah. But then Shu and Mai give the most dramatic intro for Pilaf that they've ever done. <laughs> like the most pizzazz they have ever put on just introducing their boss, and I'm very happy about that. <laughs> They're just like, it's the illustrious Pilaf, <laughs> and like he comes out in a little stand. Love this little fucker. Everyone, and everyone Goku's like, love this guy. Yeah, Goku's like, ah man, it's this guy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's him. I love that reaction. It's not you yeah. again. <laughs> Shu then says like. They're sitting there like, yo, we want this egg. Pilaf's like, I'm going to sell it for zillions and conquer the world. And Goku's like, I'm going to not let you do that. Like, Goku and Chi-Chi both want to stop him. And he doesn't even, like, want to stop him. Goku's just kind of more perplexed that he's there. True. But then 
uh, Shu's like, hey, Chi-Chi, I've got a secret for you. And Chi-Chi <laughs> believes him implicitly. I love this. Yeah, walks over to him and then gets put in an arm bar by Mai. So uh, unbelievably stupid. And they're like, ha we've captured you. And Chi-Chi just makes fun of Pilaf's hat, <laughs> which is fucking great. The stupidest um, goddamn des- thing. Destroyed. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, come over here. But I now- gotta show you something. Oh, okay. Ha <laughs> ha, you're kidnapped. I guess it works. <laughs> hey, fuck your hat. <laughs> but yeah, then Shu and Mai realize, like, hey, wait. This spiky-haired fuck looks familiar. And Chi-Chi's like, yep, that's my fiancé, Goku. They freak the fuck out. <laughs> she was, like, asking for mercy. Uh, but then Chi-Chi just beats the shit out of both of them. Not only <laughs> have easily. they crossed paths with Goku again, but now they've roughed up his future wife. Yeah. Goku then steps in, destroying the drill car with a single punch. Which is when Pilaf is like, oh, god damn it, not him, not him, <laughs> not, not <again>. him. <laughs> yeah, and fucks off. And I was like, you know what? I'm glad we got to see our favorite trio of idiots yeah. again. <laughs> Them slowly realizing, Goku. wait a second, we're fucked. Yeah. Why does this it's keep happening good. to me? Yeah. Although I feel like the best Pilaf beatdown still comes from the Pilaf machine bit at the end of Red Ribbon slash... I guess the Red Ribbon Saga, the uh, Fortune Teller Baba arc, which was very good. Yes. <laughs> I love their fucking Voltron machine that <laughs> Goku just punches. We put Goku all that time and research and development. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goku and Chi-Chi get ready to leave, but another quake hits the island, fire erupting from the ground. That's when a fire eater just fucking breaks through the walls of the volcano, and it's a goofy-looking fucking bird. Yeah. What it is, it's, it's just, like, it's a giant kiwi that lives giant... in Mount Kiwi. Yeah. Yep. Which... Yep. Oh, shit, I didn't even put that together. <laughs> I didn't put that together until later. It's like, hmm, really should have seen that one coming. <laughs> yeah, this goofy fucking thing. Which adds to the Pokemon-esque aspects. Of <laughs> the Pokemon episode. atmosphere is off the charts right now. Mm. It also literally eats lava. It's like, I love that they have to be like, is this the fire eater? Then how and then did they all die in the lava. eruption? Yeah, There's, it does There are so many suburban. fucking questions that are going to be unanswered <laughs> about the fire eater. goddamn sense. <laughs> I do love also that the Baba Bird just walks over to the egg and just fucking pecks it open. <laughs> like, they could have done this the whole time. Like, After if Goku 40 just years, like, I finally found it. If Goku just walked up the egg and been like, ah, I know how I solve most of my problems and punched it open, Extreme he would have been completely violence. correct. <laughs> but the baby comes out fine. The Baba then puts the baby in her neck poof and just fucks off and goku gets everybody else out of the volcano as it continues to its eruption by kamehameha a hole through the volcano wall in electric uh, which i was like this is a weirdly good looking kamehameha it's a pretty good one yeah it's got like electricity running off it it's weird i like it it always looks nice when they do that it's always a good touch uh they emerge from the volcano just in time to see the boor- bird sort of, like, it f- it's not flying. It's, like, walking through the It just walks the across the sky. I love it. Yeah. 
and it drops some feathers as it goes. But these feathers turn to dust in the, the hands of Chi-Chi and Goku. The scientist is just like, what the fuck? <laughs> they're like, we wanted we feathers to make a banjo fan. Then the scientist is like, that's fucking stupid. You're dumb. Why? Look, they live in a fi they eat fire. Why would their feathers put out fire? And I'm like, yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, and that's when we cut to Roshi admitting that this was all bullshit. And that they <laughs> they came here for no reason. He just, just like made it up. I, I love that. That reveal's really good. He's just like, oh, look, I made this to pick up chicks. What do you mean they went off looking for this shit? Turtle. It was honestly Turtle, very what the funny. fuck, man? I just gave him that, bro. I just didn't pick up chicks. I don't I don't know no Bancho fan. Chicks love the Bancho fan. What'd you want from me? Apparently. <laughs> but they do pick up some of the eggshells, like Chi Chi does, which is important. <laughs> Will become important later for reasons. Yeah. Mm. As a story continues to be told, this will come in handy. I, yeah. I do love then that the scientist is like, but the Bancho fan is totally real and is in an iceberg to the north. Yeah. And is my best for friend. Yeah. All right, Sherman so priest. Goku sure. and Chi Chi are like, okay. <laughs> and then leave. And we see that Pilaf and Co. like overheard this part of the conversation. And so they scheme to follow. Yeah, them. and for some reason, Pilaf is like, you know what? This guy may keep my ass up and down for ten years. Just fucking destroyed <laughs> my soul. But now that he hit shit. my now that he hit my car into the literal ether of the world, he ethered my car. It became dust when he touched it. This time I got it. And I'm like, God's Speed to you, Pilaf. Godspeed, you wild son of a bitch. <laughs> Honestly, Pilaf is a real king. He does not give up. Yeah, he's like he's on that grind. Yeah, he's the Sigma grind the set right Sigma now. Sigma male Pilaf. <laughs> Pilaf is the ultimate Sigma male. He's a short king. He's, he's got money. He's a literal he's focused short on king. his job. He disregards <laughs> women. <laughs> Anyway, this is now episode 151, Outrageous Octagon. And episode so was like, 2 yeah, was really good. This one is not. fucking nuts. What? I said, yeah, the last episode was really good. I enjoyed the vibe. If they had stuck with the kind of, like, you know, bouncing from place to face, gathering pieces of the Bancho fan and Goku and Chi-Chi bonding. I, I was looking, going into this episode, I was really excited for this arc. Well, like, as excited as I could be for a filler, because I'm like, all right, that last one was pretty good. I can see where this is going. This episode uh, smashes all of my expectations in the worst way possible. This is definitely the worst of the five. This episode has the weirdest vibes of all time from Dragon Ball. It's I'll just the weirdest right now. fucking vibes. Hmm. We'll explain. This is when Chi-Chi and Goku fly off to the north, and we get another cut of Ox King just fucking sprinting around his castle trying not to die. I will note it every time it happens. Uh, and they come across this like super pretty mountain with like pink on top but as soon as they get close to it a bunch of dark storm clouds come through the air and dump just a fuckload of snow on Chi Chi and Goku so they have to go take cover at an old woman's hut at the base of the mountain who's just Baba cold. without a nose yeah and she's like yo what's up my name is Octagon bullshit and going with Baba's clue they're like oh shit it's another Octagon and they're like oh this is the end of our our journey 
Octagon is just xenophobic to them. <laughs> yep. Apparently, the mountain is called Mount Frapp, which we already had a doctor named Dr. Frapp earlier. They just really like the name Frapp. Do you think the yeah, mountain was well, named after him, or he was named after the mountain? We all like Frappuccinos say... and stuff, so... <laughs> yeah, damn. I might go get myself some coffee after we finish recording this. I didn't have any this morning. You're an addict. Yeah, you're a yeah, problem. I know. Yeah, that's only a problem when I don't yeah, drink I it. I need more to solve it. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently the mountain's called Mount Frapp, a mountain where women are forbidden to climb it. And only women. So that's why the snow showed up. Yep. Is, because Chi-Chi I, is what? a woman. I, why, why is sexist mountain? Yeah, we have I, a sexist mountain. I fucking lost my mind at sexist mountain. This is a bit we come up with as a bit. And here yeah. it is. Like, it's going to be like, this is the dumbest idea we could pitch. Yeah. This is made by people who got paid money yeah, to put this on the air. to write this. And then somebody was yeah. paid to say, yup, this is good. And then walk that over to animators who were paid to animate sexist mountain. Not well, but yeah. <laughs> Guys, I've got an idea. So they tell what if this mountain hated women? <laughs> the Sigma mountain. Yeah. <laughs> this mountain's on a Sigma male grind set, boys. Uh, disregard women. So they tell Octagon. Fans. Yeah. <laughs> they tell Octagon that they're looking for the Bancho fan, but Octagon's like, yeah, never heard of it. Goku and Chi Chi are sure. She is the octagon they are looking for and therefore must have it. And she's like, what? No, I said octopus. It just sounded like octagon because I, I don't have any teeth. This is yep. stupid. <laughs> yeah. There's, there is she no joke. This while is they're just like, dumb. Yeah. She then is like, you know, there's probably not any Bancho fan on that mountain, but the snow is magical. And it's cold enough to freeze fire. All right. Sure. So he's like, sure, why not? All right. Chi Chi then tosses Goku the woman's like fur pelt, and Goku held, heads for the mountain. Octopus decides how to teach Chi Chi, or decides to teach Chi how to be a good wife in the meantime. Hmm. This is just weird vibes. Just, hmm. This is odd. This is, yeah, this fails the vibe check. Yeah, this, this uh, fails the vibe check. <laughs> the Pilaf gang scans the mountain looking for Goku, with Pilaf asserting he wants the Bancho fan because, it, again, it must be valuable because they want it so badly. <laughs> I mean, from his perspective, that's not a bad idea. Now, it's a bad idea that he's canceling I... with Goku, but every other time he's been he, Goku's been looking for something, it's been the Dragon Balls, and those are extremely valuable. So clearly, if he's looking, spending his time doing this, it must be valuable. <laughs> yeah, there, Pilaf does make a lot of assumptions uh, of just like people are going after this thing and putting a lot of effort into it. <laughs> it's very funny that, that, that it must be valuable. That's all he. That's all his motivation. <laughs> yeah, for his whole shenanigans that ensue from this, it is just. Well, other people want it, so that means it's gotta be worth something. Exactly. But, you know, 
That's mm. fucking whatever. That's man. why all those comic books you bought in the 90s are still worth a shit ton of money. Obviously. Keep holding on to them. They only become more valuable. You got the first appearance of the the blue-footed fuck. That's going to mm. be a lot of money. Mm. Let's just move on. Bad bit. Peel off, peel off would invest in NFTs is all I'm hearing. Shit, <laughs> you're right. Piloff wouldn't invest in NFTs. Piloff would make NFTs and try <laughs> no, to get money Piloff from it. No, would right-click NFTs to save as and then be like, look, I own your thing. You need to pay me money to get it back. <laughs> Shit, you're right. I need to see, <laughs> I need to see Piloff ransoming people's NFT NFTs. <laughs> Yo, if you're an artist, oh email the podcast and then we, we'll commission you probably. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> probably. Maybe we'll think about it. Yeah, well, we might. Well, maybe probably. Look, we'll, yeah. we'll give you. A, we'll give you our, your NFT back if you make it for us. Yeah. yeah. Email us a, a a comic of Pilaf stealing NFTs at worldstrongestpod at gmail dot com. It's all one word, no like apostrophe in worlds. Just worldstrongestpod at gmail dot com. Make it please. an NFT. We'll lose. steal it and we'll ransom it back to you <laughs> for <laughs> money, just like Pilaf. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, the Pilaf gang is scanning them out. Oh yeah, I already said that. Uh, then they get dumped on by the storm because Mai is there. They do not know that the mountain is sexist, so they crash. <laughs> they do not know the mountain is sexist, my friend. <laughs> for why yeah. would it? It's a mountain. It does not think, but evidently it does feel. Specifically, hatred mm. for women. Yeah. Sigma. Such as all mountains Goku. do. <laughs> yeah. Goku, wrapped in the pelt, heads up Frap Mountain, the storm raging hard now because obviously Mai is there. Goku's like, why is it? Why is the storm going? Uh, the Pilafs are trying to salvage their ship, but Goku just casually lands over next to him. Oh, they're in, like, not the, the Pilaf mobile or the... The peel-off machine machines that they were in last time we saw them, but in some, like, mini mechs now. Yep. Yeah. Just, like, generic ball mech things. Mm-hmm. Um, Which evidently like Goku insulated. lands right next to them. Yeah, as they're trying to pull their ship over the side of a cliff. And he's just like, hey, what's up? <laughs> and they freak out and drop the ship off the cliff. <laughs> the gang... Starts opening fire on Goku with, like, missiles, but the snow freezes the fire of the missile, causing it to just crash down. Damn. Magic Which snow. Which I was like, oh yeah, she did say it froze fire. There you go. Works as yeah. advertised. Goku's like, ah, oh, damn, it does work. It just grabs a big-ass handful of the, sa- of the snow. Just a Meanwhile, octopus is... <laughs> Meanwhile, Octopus is just getting Chi-Chi to grab water from a lake and clean shit. Yep. She's got to do the mountain. woman duties. Got to learn to do, yeah, quote-unquote, exactly. women's work. I'm just like, ah, this, yep. this is weird. Yeah. You're not passing the vibe. Back jack, on the mountain. Octopus. <laughs> Back on the mountain, Pilaf tries to steal the Bancho fan from Goku, despite not having any plan and Goku not having the fan. <laughs> Mai's like... All right, shit, flamethrower. But then the fire freezes again, and they all shoot missiles, and all their missiles freeze again. 
And Goku catches a frozen missile and fakes them out with the throwback. I do like that during this sec section, Goku's just like standing around, kind of piling around. Not even, they don't even register as a threat or anything. He's just kind of casually messing with them. Oh, yeah. Which I do still love. That's like his attitude in the show. I love, Pilaf only gets mentioned like once in Dragon Ball Z Abridged, which I guess we could bring up. But I love the bit in Dragon Ball Z Abridged that Goku doesn't recognize, like, any of the people that are threatening him as, like, evil, except for Pilaf. <laughs> <laughs> like, in, like, the, I think it's the Broly movie he's listing yeah, off yeah. and he checked with to see who blew up South Galaxy. He's like, I asked Cell, I asked uh, Mercenary Tau, and that monster Pilaf. <laughs> like, he says it like that. <laughs> It's my favorite bit, that that's the only person he recognizes as truly evil. <laughs> the truest of all monsters. Yeah. He says this like he's talking about, like, a true war criminal. <laughs> that sick fuck Pilaf. <laughs> <laughs> His robots. But, but yeah, Goku then runs up into punch range of the Pilaf gang and starts explaining that the only reason the storm is blowing is because it hates women. <laughs> Which they're like, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> that is the, Goku, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Mai, come over here, and just shoves her off the mountain. And then it works, and the snow stops. <laughs> what do you know? Uh, uh, fucking sexist mountain is sexist. Hard cut <laughs> to the Ox King running for his again. life. <laughs> Hard cut to the Ox King running for his life from the fire, which I noted here, I actually thought the animation was nice in some of these sections. Yeah. It's just, there's too many of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chi-Chi, meanwhile, is doing hard fucking labor for Octopus, all the proof just that she's like, a good wife. Just for, like, reasons. Yeah. This woman's not important. Goku. She just kind of kidnapped Chi-Chi, and Chi-Chi went along with it. Yeah. Cut back to Goku, who's just rolling a huge ball of snow down the mountain and Pilaf has Shu take aim to shoot a missile at Goku again uh, but they spend so long talking about whether or not they should open fire that Goku catches up to him and then Mai climbs back up the mountain being like Pilaf why the fuck did you throw me <laughs> off and the storm starts again stopping the missile again which I thought was kind of yeah funny. I thought this was an okay bit yeah and that's when the Pilaf gang reveals that they had a secret tutor this whole time. Jonathan, no, sorry, Joseph Joestar, <laughs> who teaches them the Joestar secret technique of running away. Damn it, that's the exact so same joke away. in my notes. Damn you, Thomas, in I our was, shared reference pool. I had a feeling that at least one of you two would have referenced the Joestar family secret technique. I'm getting the fuck uh, out of here. <laughs> yeah, Time to activate Plan R. Running away. Yeah. That's when Chi-Chi comes to Octopus's B-room. <laughs> tell oh, her. My B-room. You cannot handle my bees. But to tell her that the house is clean. So now is the time to sweep the yard. Her yard being the whole ass woods. The entire forest. Also, her bees make octagon-shaped honeycombs. Ooh, octagons. Ooh. <laughs> Goku is now carrying, like, a comically large snowball over his head, heading towards Chi-Chi, who's grabbing the dustpan to start sweeping. 
Yeah. The dustpan is the banjo fan. Yep. That's not even, it Goku wasn't even snowball. in a glacier. Yeah. Goku Snowball also starts melting. Uh, Octopus freaks out that Chi Chi broke like half her dishes when she was washing the dishes. <laughs> this is what you get is a fair when you hire somebody with no experience freak. and then don't supervise yeah. them. I mean, it's fair to be mad that your dishes are broken, but you did also bring it on yourself. <laughs> she has no right. She kidnapped uh, this woman. Yeah. With her, her husband starts consent. chasing. <laughs> yeah. Then a bee starts chasing Chi Chi. So Chi Chi tries to swat it away with the dust fan pan, creating a massive wind gust. That's when Chi Chi's like, oh, fuck. This is the Bancho fan. The fan I was looking for. Hey guys, that we fan, did the it. The fan we came here for. The Bancho fan. Chi Chi then hugs Octopus, being like, we can go save my dad. <laughs> Goku she says exactly like that, too. It's weird. Yeah. Goku's sad that his snow melted, but then he's like, oh shit, we got the fan. Never mind. I didn't need it. <laughs> uh, but then Shu extendo arms it away from them. Goku's like, give it back. Like they're a golden retriever. Like he does like the give it almost. <laughs> uh, but then Shu threatens it with big scissors. Where did he get Man, the- Dragon love, Ball loves love comically large big scissors. <laughs> The big scissor threat, eh? <laughs> then they finally ask, like, yo, why it, did y'all want this so badly? And Chi-Chi's like, how'd you wave it, jackass? <laughs> so <laughs> Maybe does. I will. <laughs> so Shu does, which blows Mai and Pilaf back onto the mountain, <laughs> which is the funniest part to me. Uh, that they just keep fucking up on this mountain. Texas Mountain will strike again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And Shu is just so freaked out that he drops the fan and fucking books it. Goku and Chi-Chi take the fan, but Octopus is like, here's a bottle of the honey from my bees that make the octagon-shaped honey combs, you know? It'll probably come in handy. It may just come in handy, she says, winking to the camera. And I'm just like, lady, it's honey. Yeah. Pilaf and Mai are trying to, like, dig themselves out of the snow on the mountain. Which Pilaf says a phrase that I thought was funny, which is, one of us has to be brave and it's not going to be me. <laughs> yeah. Love Pilaf in this house. <laughs> we all stand, Pilaf. Everybody wave goodbye because we're not going to see him again for a long time. A very goodbye, long time. Pilaf. <laughs> so long. Ox is Farewell. still fu- fighting for his fucking life when Goku and Chi Chi show up with the fan. Much to the kingdom's joy. Goku gives the Bancho fan a big ol' swing, but this doesn't stop the fire. Goku is now pissed, so he just keeps swinging at it, bringing in a rainstorm. This also does not stop the fire. I'm glad we wasted two episodes on this. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) As we have episode 152. That's good. Mystery of the Dark World. The second Thor movie? Looks like you're going to the Shadow Realm, Jimbo. Yeah. Goku is still pissed, giving the Bancho fan another big swing, and another, and another, but nothing is working. Finally, Baba comes out, being like, Goku, fucking stop! Oh yeah, also Baba's here now, I guess. Yeah. Is she like, does she like fly in on her I have no ball? idea, dude. She just, she's this just like kind of there. She, this is something that she starts doing, 
at some point is like floating around on her crystal ball, and I think this is the first time she does it. No, I think I she, mean, like, no, she she's was, probably floating no, she before, was, like when she's she's been like, introduced. To, she's yeah. been yeah, she's been floating oh, right. on a crystal yeah, ball since she was introduced. So, no, I think the writers just forgot that they never established her actually following them this entire time. So she's just kind of there. Yeah, she showed up. Yep. <laughs> but now we've got, she's like, yo, the fan isn't going to work because these fires come from the magic furnace. <laughs> so I was like, what? <laughs> Spirit yeah. magic furnace. Yeah. Uh, cut over to Ox, who's still running. Got over to Baba magic shows furnace. Goku what the magic yeah what the magic furnace is and it's an octagon shaped furnace who would have fucking oh, guessed oh, oh but yeah the Bancho fan was originally made to fan the flames of the furnace so Baba lets them know that they have to go to Mount Five Elements and find Tajiro Tajoro I kept I wanting know, to say dude. Tanjiro but that's the main character of Demon Slayer. <laughs> 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 also at this Their information first... Goku gives an extremely weary sigh which is just my reaction in real life mm -hmm. yeah their first stop is on the literal other side of the planet at frying pan plane out in the furnace flames get here then you'll see how small is this world small enough yeah pretty small apparently <laughs> yeah it's Goku thin, and Chi Chi set out to yeah. Goku and Chi Chi set out to find the mountain as Baba warn as like in VO we kind of get the warning that Baba gave them before they left, which is her telling them that the gate is the entrance to the dark world and the mountain is guarded by spirit warriors. <laughs> Goku and Chi Chi arrive, traveling through a dark fog before being consumed by a bright light. Beyond it is the gate of the five elements. It is big. <laughs> It'll be a it's big, big door. Yeah, it's like skyscraper fucking door. Ox is pissed that Baba sent them there, but Baba is like, hey, they chose to go. I told them that shit was dangerous. <laughs> Goku, with a little bit of effort, gets the door to open, and Chi Chi and him go inside to this narrow, zigzagging path surrounded by spikes on both sides. It's Snake Way, but, you know, with spikes this time instead of clouds. Yeah, yeah. instead of the home for infinite losers. I mean, hell. <laughs> yeah. uh, Goku and Chi-Chi head down the path, stopping when there's just this huge fucking gap. So Chi-Chi's like, why don't we use the Nimbus? Goku's like, ah, shit, right. But then the Nimbus <laughs> won't come. Yeah, fuck you on to something. <laughs> yeah. Goku can fly. <laughs> to point that Goku yeah. flew during his fight with Piccolo. That's the only Tia. way he got into the sky. He can definitely fly now. Please, just, yeah. just fly. Just do it. You can do it. But Go Goku's like, let's just fucking jump it. So he does. <laughs> does I, not I have his literally forgotten everything you've talked about. I have literally forgotten. <laughs> That's okay. This God. episode is incredibly forgettable. Yeah, this is... Actually, you know what? This is my least favorite of all. The oh episodes. yeah, this one is by far the worst. The last one failed the vibe check. This one's just boring. Yeah. I I I can at least uh, be like, what the fuck is going on with like you have to learn to be the proper housewife, GG? And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? This first I'm just off, like, why? I'm Second off, who the fuck are you, lady? <laughs> I'm the mm. housewife maker. <laughs> but yeah, Goku 
jumps across pretty easily. His wife, who is not like fucking Superman, <laughs> yeah. does not. Just like, so Goku please, has to like Goku, catch her. Help your wife, God. Mm-hmm. Which gives her a great Ugh. view of all the skeletons. Man, my all wife failed Everyone who died there. <laughs> yeah. I'm impaled on a giant spike trying to save her dad in her wedding dress. Well, guess I don't have to help the Ox King now. Mm-hmm. Also, Chi-Chi screams, which makes a bunch of bats come after them. I so guess. Goku and Chi-Chi gotta rush up the path while a bunch of bats are just fucking with them. But then they stop when the shadowy figures appear in a cloud of mist. It's like a group of, like, five, like, ghost samurai. And they're like, yo, leave. Goku's like, I'll beat you up. So <laughs> they just, like, instant transmit around him. But Goku is not afraid. Uh, Goku starts throwing out his own after images, but is far slower than the ghost. And one manages to catch up to Goku in the air. Which Goku dodges at the last second and lands amidst the spikes. But it does manage to avoid impalement. He lands, like, face first, but he's his face isn't in the spike. And he grabs the spike with his bare hands and is, like, in a perfect vertical plank. And then just throws himself back onto the path. Yeah, it's a weird look. Yeah. It's my new move. And then he starts charging <laughs> up a, kam- a Kamehameha. And at the this point, at this point, I have a note that, like, you know, at this point, I recognized it's honestly impressive that you can tell what's filler and what's not in this show by how quickly Goku breaks mm. out the Kamehameha. Yeah, because when it's filler, it's instant. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's just like, it's, well, it's I tried like, punching well, twice. Did, yeah, is Goku is Goku backed into a corner? Well, do you fire the Kamehameha yet in the filler? Nope. Nah, he's not backed in a corner yet. <laughs> yeah, and then he fires it, and then it doesn't work, and then he's back. Yeah, into the oh corner. no! Yeah. But yeah, Goku hits them with the Kamehameha. They seem to dissipate, but Goku also blows up a big chunk of rock, which forms into a giant rock monster. Oh no, it's giant rock guy, as Goku so helpfully points out. Which I do love. <laughs> giant rock guy! Uh, Goku realizes this has gone on too long, so he preps the Bancho fan. With a massive gust, Goku destroys Rockman. Get well, that fucked, was easy. Mega Man. <laughs> yeah. Goku and Chi-Chi then leap forward, but are stopped by a massive ball of energy. And from the ball emerges a giant dark dragon. And then a fuck ton of ghost samurai appear behind them with bows. Damn. Goku takes, like, a glancing wound from the arrows. Bullshit. But they keep going. Bullshit, 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 bullshit. Well, it is. <laughs> they run toward the dragon, but Chi-Chi steps onto, like, a collapsing piece of ground that she lands on, like, another path, and then she just sees this, like, sparkling oasis down that path. So she's like, that's gotta be where we're actually supposed to go, right? The samurai, like, smile and then vanish. So, like, yeah, of course it's not where they're supposed to go. That's too obvious. (laughs) Goku also realizes that the wound he got from, like, the arrow and, like, one of the swords that the samurai used earlier have vanished. So then Goku's like, Chi-Chi, this is all bullshit. Jump onto the spikes. He's like, arc? He's like, well, yes, but, like, no. Like, (laughs) everything we're seeing right now is not real. Uh, So they just stare down the dragon unmoving 
And Chi Chi then realizes that the dragon isn't real too. So Goku takes them in the air, blasting them into the dragon's mouth. And you just hear a mysterious woman being like, oh damn, y'all are the first humans to cross over this path alive. Oh my god. So did the dragon just yeah. like stand oh there and menace people beforehand and they left and or fell to their deaths? Did it never try to they, eat like, anybody? Their... I guess they like fell to their deaths. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or it scared them so bad they got a heart attack and died, you know. You know how it is. <laughs> and then fell on the spikes. Hmm. This shit sucks, dude. It's yeah. so bad. It's so it's so boring. <laughs> it's, yeah. I was like, man. Yeah, but back on the path, Goku and Chi Chi realize oh. they're like right before a massive demon face door. Ox is still being chased by the fire. What did he do to deserve this? Goku and Chi Chi enter child. the cave, staring at a massive furnace they saw in Baba's ball. My god, it's the big like, furnace. Yeah. That's when Goku's like, hey, Tojiro, come out here, you big fucking nerd. <laughs> and Grandpa Gohan pops out. Who you calling a big fucking nerd, says Grandpa Gohan. <laughs> Grandson, I told you to talk, I taught you to be more polite than that. Yeah. You literally didn't. Goku. <laughs> Goku's like, oh shit, Grandpa. And Grandpa Gohan lets them know that the stories of the dark world and the evil and whatnot were all myths just to keep people from fucking with the big ass furnace. <laughs> Don't worry about that <laughs> shit, dude. This furnace is a really big deal, though. Yeah, somehow this furnace is the bridge to Otherworld. Yeah, you know. Goku introduces uh, Grandpa Gohan to his fiance, and Grandpa Gohan comments that he knew Chi Chi as a baby since Ox King was like one of his students. Sure. Which no, they is, were students uh, together. I don't understand. I don't know how he would know. Oh, wait, yeah, they were students together. Because, like, yeah. go, go, Sorry, it, that the was implication my, that was, was that Gohan, like, notes. fucked off and became a hermit long before, like, Chi-Chi would have been a thing. Maybe he went to go visit Ox King every now and then? Sure. Yeah. It's filler. Ox King it's filler. Who cares? the vibe check. <laughs> yeah. Uh... And Goku's like, hey, Grandpa Gohan, since you're Tajiro, or Tojiro, and I, I don't know which, I can't remember. Since you're Grandpa uh, Gohan. Can you, can you stop the fire? And Gohan's like, what? No, I just work here part-time. Uh, Tojiro, or Tajiro is my boss, who is actually named Anon. And I guard her. Damn, can't escape, Anon, can't escape work even in death. Yeah. Anon then tells Grandpa Gohan, like, hey, get your ass over here. I didn't say you're on one of your only 15-minute breaks. <laughs> uh, but then he's like, hey, yo, my grandson's here. She's like, oh, all right, I'll come to you. And we see her. And she just looks like, you see, like, a super massive, like, form at first. Then she just shrinks down to, like, normal woman's size. And complains that the temperature of the furnace is making her noodles soggy. Also, she just has, she loves noodles. like, a bowl of ramen noodles <laughs> which honestly oh, this no, part no, i no. loved like Eden's intro it's great like she just comes out in this fucking like nuts crazy god costume essentially <laughs> but underneath it is just like a regular woman just eating, eating lunch casually just being like damn these noodles are fucking soggy <laughs> hey what's up man today's <laughs> been a rough day the noodles just like, aren't going hey how's it going <laughs> yeah. Oh hey, you like said this is your grandson? On these things, cool. Like 
while she's in mid conversation <laughs> with Goku. It's very like casual, mm. just like mm. all these noodles Goku's suck. Like, How Yo, are you can you turn off the? F- <laughs> Goku's like, hey, can you turn off the furnace? And Annan's like, ah, there's a hole. Furnace probably has a hole in it. Uh, if you turn off the full, you turn off the furnace though. Planes of existence are gonna be thrown into chaos. You want that? No, no. <laughs> and it's the like, line is be fun. the line is now you wouldn't want to be responsible for the world's greatest disaster. At which I'm just like, oh, if you only knew the shit that Goku's responsible for. Now you want to want to destroy the whole world now, Goku. Goku thinks to himself. <laughs> but what if I could fight a big pink gloop? He <laughs> wouldn't want to destroy the world. No, <laughs> I'm aiming higher. <laughs> the universe. <laughs> Goku's villain arc is starting. <laughs> For real. Uh, yeah, Noodle but, yeah. Lady's just vibing. <laughs> she is vibing in a way that's just very good. I like <laughs> Anna, and I wish she was canon. <laughs> But that's where this episode ends, and now we start the final episode of the Dragon Ball anime. And if you're like, damn, it seems like you guys are a little uninterested in this, buddy. Do I have a couple episodes to show you? (laughs) (laughs) You ain't seen nothing yet. (laughs) Episode 153, the end, the beginning, which... Is a great title for the finale of Dragon Ball, but weird storyline to go out on. <laughs> uh, the castle is collapsing further as the flames rage out of control, and Ox just starts shit talking the flames, daring them to kill him. Ox King, dress. please, it's just a dress. For God's sakes, please. Mm. Meanwhile, back at the furnace, Goku's still begging for the fire to be put out. Anon is still just chilling, slurping her noodles. Refuses to sacrifice the whole ass world for just the Ox King. How selfish. Goku demands to know how to put it on himself. Anon's like, hmm, you know what? These noodles aren't so bad. Goku's like, you know, I'm not hungry. <laughs> Which is the least Goku thing he's ever said. And slaps the How you know out he's serious. Face. Yeah. Anon throws the bowl at Goku and Goku dodges it. And the throne bowl literally fucking destroys the rock wall behind him. <laughs> She then scolds him for being rude and tells him to turn a big wheel to put the fire out if he wants it that fucking badly. Goku's like, uh, uh, okay. Is that all? All right, (laughs) I can do that. Yeah, he goes to go put the flames out, but Goku tries to stop him. Goku throws him off, and then Anon hops on down, using the antenna, I guess, of her crown to grab Goku and throw him at the Yeah, she's got, like, fucking antenna on her head. It's a weird outfit. It's a weird yeah. outfit. Goku does manage to bounce back, and that's what Anon's like, hey, when I threw you a second ago, you see all that steam coming up the top of the furnace? Yeah, it's that fog that covers the top of the mountain. Also, that fog's the bridge to Otherworld, jackass. Yeah, steam becomes fog, it- and fog becomes ghost, and ghost become heaven. This is the circle yeah. of life. <laughs> this is exactly what Lion King told me. <laughs> It moves. So but yeah, that's th- through that fog, people are allowed to visit the earth and return to other worlds. But if Goku were to put the fire out, all the spirits here would be stuck here, including evil ones that would overtake the world. Chi Chi pitches putting the fire out for like just a little bit <laughs> and starting it up again. You can have a little invasion as like, a treat. 
Yeah, Anon's like, yeah, yeah, no, you could totally put it out quick, and then it will just take, oh, I don't know, only 200 fucking years to reignite. <laughs> That's a whole lot of time, isn't it, huh? Yeah, I'll fucking come in here telling me how my furnace works. Honestly. On my shitty noodle day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my shitty but all right noodle yeah. day. <laughs> Chi-Chi begs to know if there's any way to put out the fire at Ox's castle. And then Anon's like, there is a way. And then pulls out a fucking spear and attacks Goku. And yeah, we it's start really round weird. Because <laughs> she's like, <laughs> it's super. I, and she's like, uh, talking to them. It's like, oh yeah, there is one way to do it. And then, ha I'm going to stab you now. Now you die, Goku. <laughs> Goku just disarms her and punches her in the gut. <laughs> Putting it's her out extremely for a funny, dude. <laughs> Grandpa Gohan's like, Goku, don't fucking hurt this weird god lady with the noodles. And she's 10,000 years old. Goku's like, damn, she's an old crone. And then she gets mad and turns giant. <laughs> yeah, classic. <laughs> yeah. But Grandpa, Back she hit me first. Yeah. Back at the castle, uh, Baba and the villagers, from a safe distance, wonder what's taking Goku so fucking and... long. If this would be, uh, we would be remiss in our duties if in the last Dragon Ball episode we did not have the worst fucking black guy in the background in a long time. Yeah, just another real uh, unfortunate character design. Um, it's but oh boy, had not had one of those in a, a long time. Yeah, it's a choice and a bad one at that. <laughs> No Mr. Popo, but we're always trying to get back to Mr. Popo, it feels like. Oh, no. That's Can we it. stop? Can we not? <laughs> no, only forward. At the castle, Ox holds on to the dress, his strength fading. He stands to assure the villagers he is okay, but he's losing strength by the second. Goku keeps fighting Big Annan. Managing to outpace her antenna attacks and their stops, but she hasn't given up any ground. So Goku blasts her with the Bancho fan, and she's like, "Oh shit, you've got the Bancho fan! Oh shit, I know a way to save <laughs> or Ox King without putting the fire out." Now that we got this, I have an actual idea that doesn't then, involve murdering you. I do have to point out we have the commercial throw yes, at this yes, moment, yes, like yes. we usually do, but it's got full sound effects and yep, VO this it's time. Bur- <laughs> I was like, what is this like a last only? episode kind of special thing? I guess. Uh, it Apparently. <laughs> it has to be, because it doesn't explain even it away. Even if it wasn't meant to, it is now. I enjoyed mm. that. <laughs> yeah. But that's when Annan reveals that she cannot put out the fire alone. So they need something to place under the flame. The bottom of the furnace is made of fire eater eggshells and honey from bees living in octagon-shaped honeycombs. Wow, what a coincidence. like, what, the glue to hold it together. They're like, so you're gonna need to go get those things. And Chi-Chi's like, I, I already got it. Here, I have and them it's already. Like, <laughs> and it's like, oh, Well, you, you did shit. the side quest right, way is... faster than I expected you to do it. <laughs> <laughs> See, All right, this is what happens when you, level, when you over-level and do the side missions first. Which is kind of Anon's reaction and continues to feed. Anon is my favorite side character <laughs> in all of this shit. Uh, Anon's like, all right, well, this is still going to be super risky, even though you got the shit. And Goku's like, I'm willing to give it a shot. Anon's like, all right. So this fan sits on a pot. 
I think I made my noodles in that. <laughs> Doesn't confirm this. I'm going to hold up the pot. All right. And you're going to dive into the fire itself, creating a path with the Bancho flay fan. And you're going to find the hole. And you're going to shove the eggshell in the hole and put the honey on it so it stays there. Got it? Got it. Good. All right. We got to do this all really fucking fast, though. You're only going to have, like, three seconds. Goku's like, yeah, I can do this. Yeah, that's like, easy. Yeah, he can do this. Goku and Gohan's like, you can't do that. Gohan has no idea how fast this fucker's gotten. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how Gohan is doubting Ox. him right now. Evidently, evidently, Gohan has not right. been paying attention to Goku in the last seven yeah, years. Yeah, at all. For real. Ox is on the verge of death, <laughs> wishing he could have lived to see his daughter get married in the dress that he has decided to die for. Goku gets ready to dive into the flames as Baba calls out to Ox, being like, hey, you okay? Ox is about to if pass If you're out. alive, don't say anything. Yeah. I do, like, added, like, doses Goku with some water before he dives in, yeah. just being like, I hope this helps. Yeah, this action. might help. Not really <laughs> sure, but every little bit helps. This gives you, like, maybe a couple more seconds before you incinerate. Uh, then she lifts up the pot. Goku throws down... A Bancho fan wave, you know, just waves it real quick, creating a narrow path to the bottom for him to follow. So he right, dives I got a in and struggles. If yeah, the okay. Bancho fan blows enough of a path in the fire to create a trail that Joe can go through, he could have just grabbed the Ox King at any time. Yeah, but then the castle would still be on fire. So? You can't, you can't save Ox All King. All we want the is the guy and the dress. We don't need the castle. Uh, you None. say that, but I want the castle. No, 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 the castle. <laughs> I, I kind of want the castle. Yeah. This is going to be You're Goku's right. I inheritance. Guess, I guess that would have incinerated Ox King's giant treasure room that we forgot to mention when it showed up. Uh-huh. The grand treasure. <laughs> yeah. So Goku dives in and he reaches the bottom, but he's like, where is it? Where is it? Where's the hole? And then he realizes that his foot's on the hole. Ba -da, so then ba -da, ba -da, Goku ba -da. puts the eggshell in place and then just, like, lines it with honey and gives it a couple little stops to make sure it's in for good measure. So Goku has very little time to get out. So he jumps for it, and the flames start to close in on him as he gets closer and closer to the entrance and is still struggling to hold the thing up. But then Goku, at the last moment, uses the power pull to boost him the rest of the way out. It being faster than his jump. Somehow. I thought the power pole was going to catch fire, and this is going to be the, like, not canon <laughs> explanation for why Goku doesn't use the power pole anymore. That would have been fun. It, does, it, it doesn't. There are a lot of things that could have been fun about these episodes. <laughs> Damn. I enjoy this last one. I'm that so happy fine. that Goku basically... I'm glad that Goku basically did this last thing with no trouble at all. Yeah. Goku boosts out at the last moment. Everyone's super thankful to see him alive. Goku confirms he sealed the hole, and we see the flames have finally gone out around Ox's castle. So Baba comes up to Ox, and he seems like he's dead. But then Ox bounces back up, revealing that he had, like, put his body over the flame to shield it. Put his body over uh, the dress to shield it from the flame. Over the dress, yeah. Yeah, the, <laughs> sorry, not the flame. Sorry, Don't the worry, dress. flame, I will save you. <laughs> ow, the flame is Lamont! scrambling. Ow. Yeah, Oxygen can actually become a convert that, the, of the flame. The, it's very the scary. The yeah. getting to him. <laughs> I've seen now, Baba. We must worship the fire. Yeah. And this is when we cut to 
Chi-Chi in the dress getting married to Goku who's wearing a slick white suit. Yeah, I'm not a big fan yeah. of the white ah, suit, but... Mm. You know, the white, white suit's ugly, dude. I'm a I'm a white suit stand. I mean, it's got, like it's got like the white suit, and it's got the whole ruffle thing down the middle that's also white, and it just it does not work. I'm a Shit's fan. ugly. <laughs> Jesus. I'm under attack on this podcast you once are. more. For being the only one with fashion. That's not no. true. Anyway, Ox, the Ox King is just bawling his fucking eyes out, which is very precious. Ox <laughs> is so pure. And Chi-Chi nuzzles up to Goku. Goku gets all flustered. And Baba's like, oh, I want to see what's in their future. And then she looks at her crystal ball. And then she blocks the ball from view of us, the audience, as the narrator says, if you want to know what happens next to Goku and his friends... Watch Dragon Ball Z. TM. And that's hey. it. That's the end and it's of Dragon done. Ball. The yep. great work is finished. What the fuck's Dragon Ball Z? Well, we will, but we have other matters first. <laughs> but yeah, in the end, pretty inoffensive arc, two pretty meh episodes, two pretty good episodes, and a final episode that I thought ended on some nice notes. The end of the 23rd Budokai Tenkaichi is a better ending for this series. <laughs> well, what the? It's but, almost like it was the ending. Yeah. But it's still, I was like... Yeah, I was know, like offended. I, I like seeing Goku Chi-Chi's <laughs> wedding. It's very sweet. I like seeing Ox King losing his fucking shit. We love Ox King being tortured cute. for multiple episodes and like... <laughs> good. Good. As it should be. But yeah. But it's crazy to think that we we've hit the yeah, end. Yeah, this is it. It's we did it. These last episodes, like honestly, were a slog to get through. Like I don't think they're bad. It was, just, <laughs> it was very much like, oh, I'm I'm ready for Dragon Ball Z now. I'm like done with Dragon Ball stuff. I'm I'm ready for it to get to become a space adventure show now. Mm. Me too. But we do still have two matters I, before yeah. we move on, or three matters before we move on to Z. It's the third. Hells of my own creation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the first being our next episode, we're going to do, as opposed to like an, a watch and review, we're going to do just an open discussion of our overall impressions of the series. What we liked, what we didn't like, what, you know, just kind of our overall thoughts now that we've reached the Things end. Things you liked. And we've seen oolong. this Oolong. Things you show. didn't like. Also Oolong. Yeah. <laughs> Odd, Things you liked. Master um, Roshi. Things you didn't like. Also, Master Roshi. Well, yeah, we really didn't like Master Roshi. <laughs> yeah, some, yeah we really, really were upset with Master Roshi. <laughs> Master Roshi's really good when he's being a mentor and really bad at any other time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then we also have a very special way to send off Dragon Ball after we do our open discussion, which is going to be our roast along of Dragon Ball Evolution, because... <sighs> We have to. Yeah. We had to do it. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is, be done. this is my idea for some reason. Yeah. But I'm honestly super excited. Yeah, it's been a very long time. It was preordained. I, I, think, I do think it's crazy that I, did, I saw that film in theaters. Like, that still blows my mind that, Ooh. like... Ooh. Yeah, I did not. Yeah, me and my brother saw that in theaters. Um, and how'd you like it then? 
Uh, my so my brother's like a, is a big Dragon Ball Z fan. I, he's he's fallen off the train a bit more. He like did not. He tried to listen to our podcast. He's like, I just want to listen to Z. Tell me when Z starts. I don't give a fuck about Dragon Ball. Um, as my brother put it, pretty much, which is very <laughs> funny to me. I am well, curious, you know, fair enough. Yeah, how many people will start listening once we talk about um, Z? I'm almost like I feel like our SEO will automatically get better as soon as we start talking about. Yeah, Z. it's 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 very funny. Maybe most most people just really like Z. Like Dragon Ball doesn't do anything for them. Um. And uh, he was so disappointed when that movie, like, he watched that movie. I've uh, never seen a man more defeated by a lot. Um, like, but what are your opinions, Chase? Agit- I How thought, old were you? I mean, I was, just like, I was just like, this sucks. I was really young, but it was just like, you know, uh, okay. like, Dragon Ball's cool as hell. And in my brain at that moment in time, all I could think was like, man, how is it going to be like Dragon Ball, right? Like, how are they going to do those cool, awesome beams? How are they going to do this? Like, I want that big scale. Like, I probably didn't voice it like that as a kid, but I'm like, how do I, you know, get that awe and wonder that Dragon Ball Z brings? And I'll, I'll tell you, that doesn't do any of that. And I'm like, turns out they do it by avoiding it entirely. Yeah, really. And I'm like, as a kid, like sitting there the whole time being like, all right, like, let's, here we go! Like it's coming! Like here it comes! And just like nothing's happening. Oh, and I'm like, yeah. here it's it's coming! The Dragon Ball! And it yeah, Don't worry, sh- the Dragon Balls are coming and they're gonna be great. Yeah, it does that's mm-hmm. not how that show works. It was great. I watched some more like behind the scenes type stuff about the making of Dragon Ball Evolution. Uh and I've already talked before about how the frustrations of being pushed off the project are what made Toriyama make Battle of Gods. Um, The better product. But some other things I found out, because I had heard at one point that originally the director of Kung Fu Hustle was supposed to direct it. That'd be so powerful. (laughs) Apparently that was, like, never the case. They just got him to sign off as a producer at one point and then use that to talk the guy who played Roshi into being in the movie, oh. essentially, like use that to oh, get people poor on. Poor guy. Which, like, that would have been great if oh. the guy who directed Kung Fu Hustle was given <laughs> free reign of a Dragon Ball movie. Kung Fu Hustle's great. He's like the only live action director I can think of who I think would pull that tone off. Like specifically, I want him to make a peel off Sokka movie. <laughs> well, you can you can watch that. It's called I... Kung Fu Hustle. <laughs> yeah, it's great. But I'm like, just imagine him actually making, like, the Pilaf saga into a feature film. I feel like it'd be fun as hell. The Pilaf saga's already been made into a movie. It's called Curse of the Blood Rubies. (laughs) Nah, Pilaf's not in it. That's not the whole different Curse of the Blood Rubies, Thomas. Curse of the Blood Rubies. (laughs) I still think, coming out of the four Dragon Ball movies we watched, Curse of the Blood Rubies was probably still my favorite. Nah, it's the one with Emperor Chaozu, just because it's so far out there. That nothing else compares. I think that's my second because of how much of a fucking fever dream it is. But, like, Curse of the Blood Rubies was actually a decent, like, no, it wasn't. well-put-together film. No, it wasn't. It's the movie it's was like, hot garbage. a plot that makes sense. Right, wait, you're it saying Blood flows. Rubies is hot garbage? Yeah, I don't think it's yeah, hot what? garbage, especially when I we mean, have fucking... as a film, it was hot garbage. It's kind of like a little recap to pop in, like, there, if you want just an hour of the Pilaf saga. It was fun, but as, like, yeah. a movie, I wouldn't show that to anybody. I wouldn't show Dragon Ball to anybody. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> I love Dragon yeah. Ball. Which I do know a lot of people have also told me that they're, like, waiting for Z, which I really think the reason that is in the West is just because that's the one you grew up on. Yeah, Z is the original. Z was first, buddy, because Z came out first. Yeah, 
which like it's kind of jarring to watch Z and then start watching the Pilaf saga because it's such a different beast. <laughs> I've come to appreciate what Dragon Ball is, having done this podcast, having like done this experience. But it is like it was jarring for me, even like knowing what I was getting into and then seeing it. Yeah, it's just, it's, yeah, it's, a, it's a different See, um, beast. I have so no experience imagine, with like, Dragon Ball Z, so I'm just experiencing this the way Toriyama intended. From goofy shit well, to space Well, you have Dragon aliens. Ball Z abridged. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it kind of does. It's basically the same plot after, like... Especially once they give up on, like, the more meta humor yeah, after, once, like, the Once the Ginyu show up and the show starts going good. Yeah. Man, I might watch Dragon Ball Z abridged again. God, what if we... <laughs> no! We finally watch all no. of... All of Z, no. all of Super, all of GT. No. <laughs> None of that. Shame ex- on you. <laughs> Some part of me is interested to watch GT again once we get to there. Yeah. I- and I know I'm going to regret saying that as soon as we watch <laughs> GT. Yeah, I'm excited for GT, to be honest. Like, I don't think it's going to be good, but I'm excited for just like the, like, let's watch a GT, I guess. Like, fuck it, you know? It is the shortest of all of the Dragon Ball series. I think it's only like 48 yeah, episodes. Yeah, oh. Ooh. But I have been told by especially like watching some other people talking about like reviewers, like totally not Mark and whatnot, talking about GT, like rewatching it recently. And they're like, those first 12 episodes are the biggest slog in all of Dragon Ball. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. That's gotta be saying a lot, because we sat through those those lookout filler episodes. Yeah. And I've heard that even compared to that, like filler stuff, the those first twelve episodes, the hunt the Black Star Balls like arc of Dragon Ball GT is bad. Well, then you get the baby stuff. I think baby's the first like major yeah, villain. Baby's the first major of villain GT. Yeah. Yeah, and that's more like Z-style storytelling, but still not good, but good idea. And then we get Super Saiyan 4 in that arc, which is honestly the best idea that came out of GT. Super Saiyan 4 is probably still design-wise one of my favorite Oh, forms. yeah, definitely. It's, it's super oh, it's cool. great. It, yeah, it's a great look. And Toriyama didn't even come up with that yeah, one. he just likes it. He's like, that shit's sick. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's more or less given it his like, golden stamp of approval, even though like... GT was the least involvement from Toriyama that any Dragon Ball property has had. Where they basically, like, Toei Animation was like, hey, Z made a lot of money. Can we just keep making this? And he was like, yeah, sure. Here's a couple (laughs) character designs. Y'all got it. Give me my royalty check later. Bye. I do love some people think, because, like, GT opens with the Pilaf gang accidentally wishing Goku into a kid. I can't remember what exactly their wish is, but it's one of those, like, it gets misinterpreted yeah. by the dragon, or they, like, dragon's paw type, or monkey's paw type situations where they wish for something and then it turns Goku into a kid, which was not their intention. But I do love is that Super, like, four episodes in, opens with Pilaf accidentally wishing the Pilaf gang into Fuck children. Yeah, he knew. Which a lot of people wonder, is that meant to be, like, a sly reference to GT? I bet, yeah, I bet he's Probably. like, that's funny, I'm gonna do something like that. <laughs> yeah. It also then leads to one of the more questionable romantic pairings of Dragon Ball, which is 
Mayan trunks. Ew, 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 who, gross, ew, or ew. Mayan future trunks, because future Mai also does, future Pilaf also does this. And they're Win. like, it's weird, considering that Mai is like old enough to be Trunks' mother. When does he do this in the future? Everybody's dead. Uh, it is actually established that he was in the process of making this wish when everyone got killed. <laughs> oh, okay. It's very funny to me that they're like, yeah, like the Dragon Balls had two wishes at this point or because of a uh, fucking. Oh, no, they didn't. But anyway, yeah, they're like, had one yeah, the Dragon Balls, point. like, we made this wish, and then they turned into rocks instead of disappearing, like, going out. Yep. Because, like, they made the wish, and then Piccolo got killed at, like, the same moment. Incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. But, uh, yeah, no, these episodes, like, they were fine on the yeah, whole. Yeah, they're fine. Like, they average out to fine. First one was okay. It really is... enjoyed the second one. Third one was less than okay. Bottom two were mm. Yeah, it is still odd to me that we end on a filler arc, and I don't know if that was because they originally were thinking, hey, we might just keep going like the manga does, because the manga doesn't separate itself into Ball and Z. It's just all Dragon Ball. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or if they were just like, let's just have the B team do this while we start making our plans to do Z. Like we start yeah, like, drafting yeah, yeah. up our drafts for Z. Which a lot of people think it was mostly like a marketing type decision to delineate with the anime so oh, they could advertise oh, it like a new Have you series. seen how many episodes yeah. there are? If you mash those two together, not everybody can be One Piece. Yeah. Oh, God. I started introducing a friend of mine to One Piece, too. Every reason, he got a new job at Netflix and his boss is the one who's doing the live action One Piece. So he's like, I should probably know what this oh, is. Oh, Jesus Christ. Why did you remind me that's happening? Yeah, which I do love. I showed him the first five episodes of One Piece, like the anime. And after we watched them, he was like, why are they making this a live action series? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no, we're, we're all wondering. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, God, this is great. And thank you all for joining us. Yes. All right. We'll see you. <laughs> and on this the... incredibly <laughs> we'll... final ending, we'll talk to y'all later. Yeah. Yeah. As for the big recap episode. Bye, everybody. Bye.